And Mama K. What is up? What's up is we are talking about a new 2023 film called Reality. Reality. Mm. I is... thought we were talking about your Fourth of July party. Oh, that yeah. we can. That's that was pre-show, and I mean, if if we get <laughs> bored, we can go back to that. We'll see. We'll see what the conversation carries us. But uh, Reality. <laughs> I I actually hadn't heard of this, which is weird. I usually hear of what? things from someone else. When someone else brings them, and uh, as soon as, uh, it was Mama K, Mama K and her little list that she sent, and I looked up all the titles, I had recognized most of them, this one I didn't, and I was like, hmm, reality, I saw Hour 23, I'm like, good start, probably get a Jesser and a Cole on this one, with that exactly. runtime, alright, good start, now I saw 90-something Rotten Tomatoes, I'm like, awesome, alright, we got, so we got, I'll be able to, we'll be able to convince people to talk about this, and then I had to see, like, what it's about, and I was like, oh, not my subject matter, but okay, give it a try. Uh, well, okay, why don't you explain what this is about and uh, why why you brought this to the attention of the group? Well, this is one of my. I, I did send you a list, and apparently, I put one other movie, and and then a choice of some other movies. This is in the choice realm, and because now that you're giving us this time to like go sorry, based and on find- your list, you didn't really give me a choice. I did the other choices were not. I was not going to pick the other choices. One was like some action thriller crap that I'm going to give three stars to and forget about. And uh, what was the other one? The, uh, I gave you choices, oh, the one though. Power Rangers. I know. Power I thought Rangers. Power Rangers might resonate, and I thought Jess might want to be on that, too. So. No, she was not going to be on that. I mean, it was, it was shorter. Jess? Maybe. I don't know. No? Power Rangers? No, I've never watched. I mean, I'm surprised, though, because I had a brother. You'd think I would. But yeah. We Rangers. reviewed Power Rangers, or did you black that out? You guys did Power Rangers all, yeah. You did. Yeah, remember have, we watched. You, we, uh, we, yes. we, you, you were on the show when we talked about the Power, <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. They did backflips for like ten minutes straight. Are you talking to me? <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, you okay. What, what, <laughs> what was reality about? Well, okay. Okay, what reality is about is it's uh, essentially. Uh, a really short story about um, the alleged Russian interference in the 2016 American election. And yeah, that's... A former American intelligence specialist is given the longest sentence for the unauthorized release of government information to the media about Russian interference in the 2016 United States elections via an email operation. This is Ooh. got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes with critics, but a measly 68 with the audience. So we got a, a bit of a split there. And oh, we'll 6, know 7 why. IMD. This, I, the, it doesn't surprise me. And then a 6-7 no. on IMDb uh, with some right. more three and a half kind of scores out of five on the other sites. So kind of one of those uh, up, upper upper mid kind of ratings for this thing. Uh, Tina Satter, I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly, is the director. This is her first film. It's based on mm-hmm. a play that she wrote called Is This a Room? Which I guess writing it is a strong word because this whole thing is based on a transcript, which we'll learn a little bit more about that in the actual movie proper. Because if you haven't seen reality, it is on Max. That's the new name of the HBO Max. Oh, is Max. <laughs> oh, that is I don't so like annoying. it. Yeah. Why? Okay, so why are we so resistant to change here? Everyone, everyone hates this name change. We're we're dropping syllables. You, it's faster. Well, so first, what's wrong with that? No, no, no. First it was HBO, and then it was HBO Max. 
and now it's just Max. Well, it's always been HBO. The channel has always been HBO, but the ma- the the app has been HBO, HBO Go, HBO. Exactly. Max. Like I, why can't you just up update your app? Why did it like delete the app and download a new app? That's I'm hoping this part. is it. Now that it's Max and like it's got HBO and like seven other the whatever the other channels are like under its umbrella, you know. So can I give you a back in the day? Sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's arousing. Another one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another one. So back in the day, uh, there were basically two pay cable channels. There was HBO and Showtime, and then they each had their little subsidiary uh, cable channels. I don't know. When you said two Showtime pay channels, one. I pictured you putting a coin in a slot in the TV and turning a crank. Like, I literally pictured you putting coins in the TV. <laughs> For some reason, I'm, that's how old TVs work in my brain. <laughs> you could okay, I'm literally talking like the mid-80s when there was cable and, you know. But two channels. It wasn't, so. yeah, it wasn't, we weren't riding donkeys, okay? Um, but so HBO, its little subsidiary was called Cinemax. And then it was just Max. And so when they turned onto this HBO Max thing, I was like, no, I don't like it. It feels too <laughs> retro to me. No one knows this. Like you people, none of you people know any of this. And it makes me mad. I don't like it either. Yeah, I want I'm back on to just HBO. All the movie communities. I'm on business, you know, a lot of uh, investing in business stuff that I've been talking about this. And none, no, nowhere at any point has anyone ever mentioned uh, this connection. Other than the you. HBO Cinemax connection? I'm going the, to that write Max about is it. a is a go around come around name that it's not a new name it's a recycled name that's news to me. But yeah, the business is the same, right? It's or yeah, the company they sold didn't it. Even, okay, so it's someone, just like a rebranding. It's a rebranding. I mean, some of the content Why? changed a little, but I Why would I you rebrand trying to get well, I think HBO is feels too small. HBO Max in the landscape now. I mean, Netflix. So put really Max big. in front of it to make it feel bigger. Exactly. My <laughs> well, iPhone. Yeah, they Max. got the pluses. Now this is Max. It's bigger than plus. It's yeah. Huge. Instead of a Mac, it's a big Mac. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 enormous. So oh I don't know. I think it's fine. I think it's a fine name change. Uh, that's yeah. what it is. It's on Max. If you want to watch it, because I don't want to spoil it here now and this film takes place entirely in one day on one little property with about three people plus minus a couple extras uh but really it's just our uh, lead character reality played by sydney sweeney and two agents agent taylor and agent garrick uh it's martian davis and josh hamilton two character actors who both very fine i'm i was happy to see them turn up here and uh this they enter they t- interrogate her and it's like the real life story about how the, the the she leaked a story she has confidential information she leaked it and you can't do that uh but the whole movie is done in the that the dialogue is the tra- from the transcript from that day from like the audio recording of that day so everything that the characters are saying are ver- pretty to my knowledge verbatim what it was in the transcript so, and it'll show you things like when characters stammer or stutter, or when they look around, it'll cut to FBI transcripts showing the character, like the, the real people's names, and like them actually saying these things. Sometimes when they're talking about events, it'll cut in the images of the dialogue, or the dialogue, the documents, 
Uh, it redacts names of places. Interesting choices, uh, all done in this small location with a couple of characters. And it's just like, it's kind of thrillery. It's like two people interrogating the woman. Um, haven't seen anything quite like this. We just did a documentary, mm. and now we're doing a thing that's not a documentary, but it is very specific style. Uh, I've given it enough of this, <laughs> this weirdo setup. Malakai, since you recommended this, uh, what did you think of reality? I think I'd like Jess to go first. Oh, okay. All right, Jess, you up for it? <laughs> well, okay. So, <laughs> so <then laughs> She's I... like, no, I'm not up for it. <laughs> I want to talk about HBO Max more. <laughs> Honestly, there's probably more stuff to talk about than HBO Max than oh, there is just... this movie. Okay. So I had no idea what this movie was about. I knew it had this girl, Sweeney, in it who seems to have like really popped up over the past year or so. Right. I don't know. I, I think she's a fine actress, but I don't know why she suddenly became very, very popular. But I recognized her, so I was like, okay, I'll choose this one. And it got pretty good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. So I turned mm-hmm. it on, and it's immediately captivating, but this is not the way I thought that the movie was going to go. She's mm-hmm. a normal girl leaving work, driving home, and then these two middle aged dudes just approach her unprofessionally, telling her that. They're the FBI, and I'm like, oh shit, she's gonna, something's gonna happen, she's, they're not gonna be the FBI, she's gonna get in trouble, and then weird stuff starts, starts happening, where they're so unprofessional, and it just seems so glaringly that something really, really bad is about to happen, I was on my toes for, like, the first half of the movie. Then when I realized nothing's gonna happen is, is when I lost (laughs) all of my interest and realized it was just about the news. Interesting. <laughs> that is interesting, actually. I and yeah, that's, that's honestly quick... that's all I have to say about it. I don't know what, oh, no. what else I can say. All right, we'll pick it. No, we'll there's... pick at that. We'll 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 find. Yeah, there's things. We'll we'll work with that. But all right, all right. Yeah. Now, Mama, okay, you happy? You happy with that <laughs> to start on? I am happy with that. Point. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, I felt the other way about it. Actually, like I was like. If they keep talking to her outside in this manner, wait. So you that... really, you really thought it was the FBI? What? <laughs> if they just seemed like they were just two guys pretending to be in the FBI oh. and they weren't, like they, if if I was driving and two guys stopped me in front of my house like that, I would have been like, "This is a scam. You guys are trying to rob me or whatever." Like, well, they did show their not FBI badge. Yeah, I mean. but. Honestly, and then when the other people came, they looked like they were wearing FBI Halloween costumes. Like, nothing <laughs> seemed authentic. And they kept saying, like, you want to see my warrant? You want to see the warrant? Like, it just but seemed we're not so show you the warrant. bad. Yeah. yeah. So I and guess they, if they, they, they come up to you, what would you have done, Jess? I mean, this because apparently this is verb. Rip it. You would have been away and call the police. <laughs> the police. Yeah. They are. The, they're going to take you to jail. They're take. They're the ones getting you. <laughs> well, I. I think to me they just seem so so fake. I don't know. So okay, so in, in the Jess version of this movie, it's two minutes long. You try to run away, and they immediately tackle you, put cuff you, and take you to jail. And then that's the whole movie. <laughs> I don't what think is the those, Jess version those of the two movie? Two guys would have been capable of tackling or whatever. They just like one of them was what? incredibly nervous and incredibly awkward, and the other one just seemed like he was trying to be a hard ass, but he just didn't 
even know how to ask the right questions. <laughs> Have you never seen like the true crime shows where they're like interrogating and like they do they call they call it a what it was a good cop bad cop where they like good kind cop, of bad cop, yeah. they try to make you feel like they're your friends so that you give them information without having to detain them. You know, I think that's kind of isn't that. That's what they were doing. I understand. I understand where Jess is coming from, though. Even though it's not where I. I mean, I understand what she's saying because I, I see that part of it, but that's not what uh, struck me about it. But I see that part. These feel like FBI agents from 1982, like not 2016 or 17 or whatever. The guys dressed like something from you know a 70s sitcom cop show. And the other guy looks like maybe he's dressed from the same cop show 10 years later, like redone. They've redone this cop (laughs) show and now it's this guy. Um, They're not, it's not that they're not convincing as FBI agents. They're just not convincing as characters by the way they're, for me, it's the way they're dressed. It's not, everything else is... I, I imagine that this is all supposed to. I mean, I know that that reality is not, <laughs> ironic. Reality is not a uh, a good reason to tell a bad story. You should change things if it makes it. But I imagine they are going for you know authenticity. Here is the choices. Well, I mean, that's that's something to actually talk about. Are they really going for authenticity, or does does the person making this movie have have an objective uh, an objective with? making this movie right so you're going to make those other guys they sound like idiots if this comes directly from a recording and i believe that it does and that's what they're saying these guys sound like just said they're like the worst interrogators in the world but there's very they're successful in their method of breaking her down in under two hours like this is a must be a tried and true yeah i would argue method. that makes them pretty good interrogators i yeah i agree like, so i, I, agree I, I disagree that. with both you guys saying they're not doing it right and professional they did an amazing uh, job not, they unviolently secured a, a dangerous asset and or i'm to not what they thought I'm could be a saying, dangerous asset i'm not saying they're not doing it right and are they i'm just saying that when you listen to this it sounds like it wouldn't be convincing to you like but i think when you're in the moment it is and also she's guilty of this so we're looking at it from a perspective of some girls just coming home with her groceries and you know wanting to get to her hot yoga class or whatever and these two weird guys and they're and they are weird dressed and everything come up and and start asking you questions and she doesn't really she doesn't really push back, and we know now that's because she's guilty of what uh, what they're accusing her of. I yeah, I, I I didn't know what it was about going in watching it. I I saw what you what when when we were like deciding the schedule, like what it was about. But I didn't know this was gonna be like like they tell you off the bat in the beginning, like yeah, they say say it right in the beginning. Like the reason like why everyone's talking kind of weird is because like this is verbatim transcript from what the people said and so i'm like okay good 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 gimmick interesting hour 23 movie i see why this is i'm like doing the math in my head i'm right they're probably not going to do a lot here probably a low budget maybe this is going to all take place in one location i was thinking either in the house or then maybe they'd go to an interrogation room and that would probably be the whole movie so within the first five minutes in my head i guess i'm already doing like movie math and, and, and setting up expectations and now i'm preparing for this gimmick to deliver what it's going to deliver how how are you going to deliver the the 
people saying the stuff on the verbatim into an actual movie. And the first 10, 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, this is not working. This is kind of a failure. I, this is what I, what I thought. I was like, I see what I they're did going too. for. It's too I long. Liked, I did like, yeah. like, I liked the literalness of it. I loved that this woman is like, for, I would say a half hour of the movie is just like, okay, but like, I got to take the cat out and like, if the cat's going to shoot me under the bed, like, oh yeah, it's a cute cat. It's like, oh, she's getting pretty that's big. That's why like, I thought this, this That's why so it's great. great. That's why it's great, Jess. You did, no, <laughs> once again, once again, Jess, you miss the art of storytelling and filmmaking. Oh, once again. No. Clearly, I thought Brenda. this was a whole Don't different a movie. I thought this was going to go a whole other direction. Like, I, this, and this, you this makes it- me think. The alien stick. This is what I, what Jess what sometimes I think you're an alien because to me <laughs> this is what I, I watch. I have to. I watched. I, I think I did this. We just did. Hat, always coming back to hatchet wielding hitchhiker. Those stupid true crime things. Nicole watches a whole bunch of those, right? And there's one that she watches where it's literally just cops interrogating people who are guilty in a room and they blur the person's face and then they just the it's just showing the cops talking and then the whole thing is uh, a voiceover guy going. Notice how this cop is using this tactic to try to get the suspect to die. Like I, wa- I've watched way more than that than I should anyone should ever because Nicole just watches that crap. These guys, <laughs> this whole scenario, extremely accurate to what those things are. The, every time cops interview bumpkins, who I mean, I know she's not a bumpkin, whatever. She's a decorated military person. She had blah blah blah. Anytime mil- cops, military people interview average Joe person. It kind of goes like this. I'm your buddy. I'm your friend. Oh, it's all casual. It's fine. Oh, no, don't, don't move. Don't fucking move at all. No, that's it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we'll take care of the dog. It's Oh, yeah, it's a big dog. So, I mean, I know you did all these wrong things. So just, you know, we're here to help. We could just try to work it. I think they did an excellent job. And and because they used the literal dialogue, once they're in the room in the house, that's when I'm hooked. And then it's the filmmaking choices. Then it's the tight shots on the people's faces and the li- the, the lip licking and the the like the, there's a there's a soundtrack that goes throughout uh, different parts and kind of swells up when when the scenes are getting more intense the that classic ringing in your ear thing lights glaring intercut with the news it, it, and it's all done with the only dialogue you have is the literal dialogue i i was it took me a while to get on board but i by the time they're in the room and argue and like not arguing and i really get in the interrogation I, I I crossed over and joined the movie, and I'm like, yeah, I'm on board now. This is starting to work for me, and then it kind of worked through the through the rest. Jess, yeah. So Jess, so Jess <laughs> I, now now that I've explained why I like the thing, why don't you why don't you like the thing? I just found it so boring. Like when I realized it wasn't going to be the way I thought this movie was going to go, then I was like, all right, this is just the rest of the movie. It's just asking questions, and then her just answering them and that was it in a room in, in a dirty room i mean so she's right like that's did what happened. you didn't that's feel worried about her character or you didn't well, put yourself in really, her shoes i was again the first half where i thought it was gonna be like a a big like something big was gonna happen there's gonna be all these actions she's gonna have to like get away like i mm. once i realized that was not gonna happen that's when i started getting bored so the the the, the uh, based on a real story and the the dialogue like all from the clip that didn't make you think oh, maybe this is not going to be a, a an action film. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really think about that. 
okay. I, 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 I got you. I can see how the expectations would uh would shift. Maybe if maybe if you knew what it was, if you had known this was what it was going in, I mean, you probably wouldn't have wanted to watch it. But would you have felt right. differently? Do you think? <laughs> probably, yes. But I I didn't read anything about it. I just saw who the actress was and just turned it on. Uh, yeah, honestly, the actress was one of the reasons, like just said, that I w- wanted to really watch this because she does get a, she is getting a lot of play, and I'm I'm struggling to understand why. I mean, she yeah, was in, me I think, too. Euphoria. She was in White Lo- the first season, I think, of White Lotus. Um, oh, she was that's such Euphoria. Yeah, I saw she, she was, was in, in Euphoria. White Lotus. Yeah, and she's and, been in a lot of things recently, and. That's yeah. why I don't dislike her, but I'm wondering why she's just in so many things now. I thought and she was I don't think fine the- in this. I didn't think she- I thought the other. I thought the, the the two cops were more interesting, were more compelling. I didn't um, think that the character match was great because in one of the scenes they showed the girl her real life Instagram. So I actually did go do her Instagram and see like who this girl was in real life, and yeah, I don't yeah. think. She was accurately, like, looked like her or acted like her. It just seemed like two very different people. I would have probably chose a different actress. Hmm. Yeah, like more... she seemed... Like, well, this is, yeah. She, she doesn't didn't come across... ex-military as, at all. Yes, like, as an army girl. And the other... And the girl on Instagram, like, you could tell she goes to CrossFit all the time. Like, she's very hardcore. Gotcha. This, this more. girl... Yeah, yeah. Just seems like, I, I don't know, just a regular girl. I buy yoga I, 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 I for her, but her. I don't buy CrossFit. So, yeah. Yeah, the other girl, like, she, in her Instagram pictures, that she was, like, showing off her muscles. And she, mm. like, and she she was, like, yeah, she seemed like she went to Belize for a weekend, like, because she was, like, that badass. This girl didn't right. seem like a badass girl. She just seemed just, like, a regular girl. I don't know. Well, it's like the movie. The movie, I think, is a good exercise. I think why I jumped onto it later on is it becomes kind of surrealist, where because the dialogue is so literal, but the filmmaking is so in your face and like tense, it becomes kind of surreal and uncanny, which I like. It reminds me of like my favorite David Lynch parts, where you got these people and they're talking real regular and real nice, but you know, under all these niceties. You know, I'm these people are taking your life away, and in the in the like, it's it's just great. I I love that knife edge tension once it starts going, and once once she really it starts admitting, and then the other guys come in, and then there's one scene where like they kind of stop talking about the the interrogation for a while, and they go back to the pets, and she's like kind of like flashbanged, like yeah. she's kind of just like, and she's thought she is com- contributing to the conversation too, too, and like I love how they show all that, and. And it's, it's, those are the parts that like where the experiment works for me, where I'm like, you wouldn't get these moments like this in a Hollywood movie where it wouldn't be like they don't show that interrogation scenes. They show you the interrogation part of the scenes. They don't show you the parts where they're like pretending to be your buddy and just trying to connect with you on a human level. And I, I think that's the part. I think that's the most convincing part, because then it makes it more feel it feels more like real, you know? Uh, yeah, I think this movie is a win all around, honestly. I th- it's taking something that is just a transcript, you have to you have to have people who can buy into those characters. I mean, these are not and and they're real people, they're not characters, but people who can be convincing and and you're supposed to feel 
um, a little squidgy about, you know, the guy who seems a little off and kind of like, I don't really know what's going on in life. And I'm your buddy and talk to me about your dog. And, and then the other guy who's, you know, comes along and he's like, no, no, stand there. No, stand there. You know, no, don't move. No, right. Turn around. Not there. Don't turn around there. You, you notice know? it too. When they're talking to like, she'll, if she moves to the left a little, they'll, they'll kind of box her. And then if she makes a move exactly. wrong, they'll kind of put your hand up and like kind of subconsciously tight. Like, it's just classic cop shit. And like, it, it's good detail. Right. Like, it's also part of the thing that was pissing me off too, because I hate watching those things. Cause I hate watching yep. cops interrogate people. Cause I yep. immediately become the person getting into I think when you jump in those situations, you're either, I think Nicole likes to watch him because I don't know why she likes to watch him. I really don't. Care. <laughs> I, 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 can't watch it. I, I hate to watch the real ones. Cause I hate watching cops interrogate people. Even when the interrogated people are, are criminal, like in the wrong. Cause I yeah. just can't get past the part that the cop doesn't actually care about the truth. They just want to win. They just want to get this person in front of them behind bars or arrest like like their goal is to defeat the other person in the room not get the truth and that's why i get so fucking angry because uh this is people's lives and you just care about checking a box and not the you know well that i mean that's not that's not unlike this that's that is what this is so these people well yeah that's why i could probably care less about what the actual problem is they're just there to make sure that they get her i i i also think at i spent the first you know I don't know, five or 10 minutes thinking sort of like, just like, not that these weren't real cops or real FBI agents, but I'd be like, at some point I would just be like, I want my attorney right now. Like I want to be, I, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. That's exactly. That's what I would do. If, if I was stopped, I would probably say, I'm not saying anything. I want a lawyer. Well, yeah, I actually thought you I had no idea where the movie was going. I thought she actually was just a regular girl with a regular job and, she yeah. Hide. Oh, you but, thought she was innocent until. Oh, I, I, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, I had no idea, honestly, about. I mean, I knew what the storyline was, but I didn't know that she was actually the whistleblower. So, um, uh, yeah, I figured they and, would have made this filmmaking a little different if it was, if it was, if that was the case. I feel like the filmmaking tells you that she's not that she's guilty. Yeah, but what if it was an accident? What if she didn't mean to do it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, then what I think, I don't think she, you would Or she was framed. Way, or she was framed by somebody. I thought she could have been framed. I don't think it would yeah. have been film, filmed this way, though. I think this was deliberate in, in, this, in this style, because, like, I think if you yeah. did that and you filmed it like this, it would be, it would, it would be sending a different message, because I think part of the point of right. this, and that's what I was trying to get the politics, is I don't, I don't get I don't get that. I don't understand the politics of leaks and like. So I was re- I was trying to read up. I was like I was trying to understand. I'm like, what is the problem here? So you you can, you work for a government agency. You're you're confidential. You can't leak stuff. That's the crime she committed. She, she yes. can't. She leaked. Got, yeah, to a, yeah. a newspaper. What is it called? The Interceptor or something. And yeah. the in- and so that so she leaked that to them, and then they accidentally gave her up as a source, and yeah. that's how. They found her and tracked her down. And so everyone in like real life I'm reading is mad at the newspaper for not protecting its source. And I'm just maybe an idiot and don't know how journalism works. But what kind of system (laughs) is it where you – the thing – the journalism relies on leaks and they're and illegal. It it feels like when two states legalize weed and you can't drive between them with a weed in your car because that's illegal (laughs) – even though it's legal to have it in both places and buy it in both places. It feels right. like that. 
what what am I missing here? Like so <laughs> if if that's the case then, why is it legal for journalists to just print leaks because it's the truth and journalism and founding fathers? Is that it? I'm confused. That seems like a terrible everything <laughs> to me. I don't know what the answer is, but that seems like a wrong way. Am I missing something? Um, I mean, I don't think you're missing anything. The, journalism is based on that. I mean, how many times is, do you hear an unidentified source? Um, you know, that kind of thing. I guess I never but, thought about the the logistics back to that source being someone who shouldn't be sharing that information in the first place. I guess I never fully got there. That's how it, I mean, that's how it always has to be, right? Or else we would not, or else there would be no So news. if we that's the case, then why, people, is, then why is journalism legal? <laughs> not to sound like I, I don't, I have no idea. Well, because legal, then? <laughs> the reason behind, behind it is that then there would be even less trust between us and entities, government entities, businesses, comp, you know, corporations, because there's already uh, a lack of trust and a lack of belief in those institutions. Anyway, so why was it? Isn't that like a whistleblower law? Why wasn't she protected under that? Then maybe I guess why? Why is she getting? It doesn't seem. It seems like the only thing she did wrong was like leak a thing from her company. But it sounds like if that's supposed to be, if that's for the greater good, and in this case, it actually led to the correct. Th- it doesn't sound like anyone's saying that she shouldn't have leaked it, except for literally the cops. Like I don't know. I'm maybe confused. maybe she signed something saying that she wouldn't do this. I'm stuff. sure well, I, I understand the that, literal I understand literally that she I can't. think there's yeah, I think there's a difference between yeah, somebody who signs something like that and somebody who's a whistleblower. Like if I go to work for a company, I don't sign a document when I start saying I'm not going to say anything bad against this company and I'm not going to, you know, I don't there's that that's not a thing in existence. But when no, you go but to work like, for if, a government agency or somebody who's you know a partner of a government agency yeah i'm saying though but like like i, I say i'm working for my company and i i am on a secret thing and i can't tell anybody about it and i find out during that secret thing that something i think is like not is like not correct like illegal or something is going on and then i leak that i'm yeah i go to jail for that for trying to i thought that's do isn't that i thought that's what the point of whistleblowing is is that it's the right thing to do to tell when something's wrong or was the government is the government not doing something wrong here because of uh, didn't i i just don't understand <laughs> i'm so confused i don't understand why she's in the wrong the information i i think i think what it has to do with is the fact that she's dealing with top secret information i mean we're even talking about it now in real life situations just this day like you know, people keeping stuff on their boat or in their garage or in their bathroom or whatever. You can't, you can't do that. You can't just keep top secret stuff sitting around. That's not, not only is it not illegal, it's totally unethical and you, you can't do that. But she did that, this so. with a purpose too. And that was part of the point, I think, why, why she, it seemed like she knew they were coming and she didn't fight really. And like, she kind of caved and asked for lawyers. Like I sound, the, the movie's framing in a way like it's inevitable. She knew she was going to get caught and like so that was so that's Well, that. she also yeah. literally had nothing to hide in her house. So she's probably like, sure, do whatever you want. You're not going to like in her mind she's not like they're not yeah. going to find the document. Right. Or, or, or she printed it out. It. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm th- well, I mean I I I would think if they're there, she has to know it's yeah. over. Like she and she's just kind of in denial for the That's kind of us watching her kind of come to terms with 
that she's been caught. But she does do a little mini, and I like that again in a in a movie that isn't using the transcript that would be soapboxy and political. But instead, where she gets her little piece, where she's just like. They have the news on every fucking day, and I go in. I can't fucking stand looking yeah. at it, and I just need, like you see. She gives like a little, a little like mini rant, but it's not coherent. Right. It's not like a manifesto. It's just like uh, that's where I'm like, yeah, it's just like a regular person who's pissed at the, watching the news all day. So she did something. If that makes perfect that's sense actually, to me, that's what it makes I like sense about to me that. too. Because that's like the first scene we see in the movie is her at her job, and that's and the my first thought was, oh my god, I would kill myself if I had to sit in a room doing my job with the news on all day because I don't watch the news, and <laughs> yeah, I don't watch any news, so that would like totally drive me. I wouldn't, I couldn't have a job like that. Like you'd be, you'd be her. Just it was a cry for help. I, She'd rather be in jail. My <laughs> cry for help would be like me I quit. in that kind of job. Yeah. I know the cops come to your house. You think they're they're not? Re- you tell them to go fuck off because you don't think they're real. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is so, a movie I want to see. Hey, we're the FBI. They show you your badge, and you're like, you're not the FBI. You're wearing a plaid shirt, and then you walk in your house. <laughs> 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 That's Jess's version of this movie. <laughs> uh, well, and just, yeah, is this movie supposed to like? What is it supposed to do? Too is it supposed to discourage people from whistleblowing or not? That's that was. I sort don't of think like so. The, I feel like the movie is me. on. Her, I feel like the movie's on her side, saying she's. Yes, I. I, I, I it felt I, like it was on her side. But like, very. I like it because it's not like so much. It's not like beating you over the head with it. I think I and I, I kind of kind of sense the director maybe wanted to beat you more, but she hamstrung herself into una- being unable to beat you over the head with her structure. And I think that's yeah. the right move because uh, well, having her preach in soapbox would have been terrible. Knowing that that's probably her, the side she's taken, that also makes me think that maybe these people, maybe the uh, FBI officers look the way they do and dress the way they do. And there was that third guy, I don't know if he was FBI or whatever, that looked like uh, like he used to, you know, coach... G- JV college football somewhere with the mustache. Oh, the muscle guy. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, that and doesn't that guy himself give it away that this that he's just like a, a fake person? <laughs> I like how you're saying she's still sticking well, to and, give it away. Like it's still not. It, it, this no, is, like it didn't really happen. I understand. I understand. <laughs> a guy like that saying, pulled me over. I'd be like, no, you're you're getting arrested. You're like, oh come on, you can't arrest me. Look at you. <laughs> I understand that though because I think I think the way that they portrayed these guys is a caricature and it's by design. I bet these guys didn't look like that. Exactly. Maybe not this extreme, but I feel like I, I, I'm sure yeah. they were wearing casual clothes. Is the point? And I think yeah, but yeah. these guys were caricatures, and I think the the you know reality and Sid, Sydney Sweeney playing her was not as much of a caricature as these guys were coming in the and coming in the way they did and sure there's you can hear a transcript but you know she's using this medium to translate some her idea of what this was like visually it's not real it 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 might be as close to reality as you can get without having video camera there but it's not real so i you know you can see the i can see where Jess thought that they were not real because of how they were it's called reality i mean come on 
they really didn't lean on that at all. Her name's fucking Reality Winner, and at no point do they ever <laughs> talk about how that's hey, that could be discussed. It could have been yeah. ironic. Her name I is need to know what's her real. They never or do it, it could be that. reality because I'm sure that's how girls get like taken advantage of because pe- guys say that they are who they aren't and they fall for it and they get in a lot of trouble. Uh, so that's yeah. the message of this movie. If a cop pulls you over, it's just a man trying to manipulate you, especially if he's dressed in khaki or cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have your attorney on speed dial at all times if you're a woman. Come on. It's true. Yeah. Right. Never let an undercover cop tell you what you can do. Um, are there any other? <laughs> I, I like ultimately, and I, I was so confused too because, like, at one point I read that, like, because all right, so it seems like she was doing all this because she's on a left in a left leaning side of things in general. But Trump tweeted at one point that here's the tweet. I have it on her bio. Uh, lovely Trump tweet here on on the podcast. Oh, Ex NSA contractor to spend sixty three months in jail over classified information. Gee, this is a small potatoes compared to what Hillary Clinton did. So unfair, Jeff. Double standard. Uh, and then reality winner expressed <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> oh, reality winner had a comment. She expressed appreciation for Trump's support, saying, "I can't thank him enough." I'm just. It's just I weird. don't understand. I don't that. understand anything anymore. All right, like this is stupid. It's all stupid. <laughs> Basically, what you have to understand, Brennan, is that it's people. All of these people are just people in power. They're power playing. Nobody really has an agenda except for their own agenda. They don't want. They they all just want to get in there and fight and duke it out and get as much money as they possibly can and skate. That's basically. That's basically it. There's no difference between the two sides. Hmm. That's what you just said was the weirdest thing about this so far. (laughs) Reality winner. uh, Reality winner. I don't. Strange story, but um. All right. Any other any other points? Do we recommend reality, Uh, Jess? No. This I will easily forget this movie. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna give it a non-recommend. Well, don't for, don't forget it for end of the year. You need it. You do need a bottom five, so you got to remember five movies that you didn't like. So <laughs> keep, keep keep this one bookmarked. Yeah. Uh, Mom, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna recommend this. This is this is really good filmmaking based on very little material. She did a great job. Yeah, I was really hot and cold on this. There were t- moments I hated this movie, like hated it. But I I got one over real hard by the second half, and uh, it paid off. It didn't think it was going to work, and it worked for me. So uh, this is on this is on high right now. We'll see how the year shakes out, but uh, this is up there for me. It's two pretty strong recommends and one uh, nope for reality. <laughs> so reality in nope. the books, and coming up we've got. I feel like there's summer stuff, but. I don't know. We we don't always just Indiana do... Jones, Barbie. I mean, there's all literally everybody. Fun. Barbie is being marketed so hard. I've seen it everywhere. Are you gonna yeah. do that with us, Jess? I mean, I, I that'll. I don't. Know, yeah. Hey, what do you what do you, <laughs> what do you what do you want to see this summer, Jess? Yeah, Jess. What are you looking forward to? Uh, I probably need to go to the movies to see some trailers. I don't even know what's out. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I'll, I'll I like find, Barbies on the list. I'll find you. I'll find you something. You'll, I'll find you something. But uh, all right. In the meantime, if you have things to recommend to us, films with the women in my life on Facebook, reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore pod host, and you can email the show films with the women at gmail.com. Thanks for being on reality. Yeah.
All right, well, until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.